Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, folks. Your humble hosers team is back for another week. Ooh, look at that. Two in the pink, one in the stink. A shocker, baby! <laughs> Woo! You can always tell when the savage one is back. You know he's not a facsimile. Look at that. Popeye. He's strung to the finish because he eats his spinach. Toot, toot. 100% natural, baby! Woo! 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 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, beer and burgers, baby, beer and burgers. Yeah. No roids here. That's natural as hell. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> all that nice. muscle-building protein in beer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, all that, all that uh, caloric intake for... Uh, for my the sake of my power and awesome strength, however, yeah, that's it, what it is. However, it does nothing for the six pack. Yeah. In my case, you know, in half case. a two foot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's been a been an interesting week, there, eh, buddy? Yeah, yeah. We got shit opening up again today. In this yeah, part little of the bit. province, anyway. Toronto's whining because they're not on phase two. Well, guess what? We worked for it. Woohoo! And and we have a lower population density, so we're lucky that way. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, that's that's why like people talk about, uh, you know, why Italy and Spain were hit so hard. And I have to remind people that there's their lifestyle, the family, all all the generations are under one roof. Yeah, pretty much. They all like to smoke. They all like to drink. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and when you're all stacked on top of each other like that, like you know the grandkids and grandma and grandpa and the same under the same roof, and you know and I know myself uh, when uh, when I was married that uh, you know when the kids came home with a cold they caught at school, you know I w- I'd get the shit kicked out of me from uh, from catching yeah, well, it. It's the same reason why it spreads so fast in elder care homes and why they're at such risk. You know, yeah, that's you got what, everybody all together in such a small space. You know, and uh, people people were shitting on me about calling COVID a hoax. No, what I'm saying is the virus is real, but they overhyped it, made it out to be fucking Ebola or something. Yeah. It's just it's just a nasty flu, and the reason the only reason the numbers got to what they got to was we weren't prepared, and and we didn't some, have antibodies for it. And then they were letting sick new. people, sick people infect uh, the old folks' home, and uh, yeah. a lot of these old folks' homes were the big percentage of the the, the deaths. Yeah, they didn't close down fast enough. So you know, to me, it's uh, like I to even today, you know, I, I was cutting the grass earlier, and some meathead, you know, cruising by on his uh, mountain bike, young, fit as a fiddle. And he had this freaking mask on, and I just—I was just like, 
Yeah. You know, if I saw grandma on her walker or, uh, you know, some some person in a motorized wheelchair, sickly, you know, I could I could cut That's them a some different. I could cut them some slack because they yeah. got issues. But I see some young, healthy male cruising by on a mountain bike, Johnny Sixpack, and he's got a goddamn mask on. It just made me want to throw a stick at his spokes and knock him <laughs> off his bike. That's yeah. just me. That's just me, man. So I uh, went and did a little... I better move that cursor off you again. Eh? I always forget about that. There's yeah, you know, people say, what's what's the deal? It looks like I got a booger on my shirt. Or... Yeah, there. See, folks, it's not a booger. It's my cursor. I keep forgetting to take it off the desktop. There yeah. we go. <laughs> but uh, so we, we did a little running around today uh, just within the last couple hours. And uh, for most people don't. <clears throat> don't know if they're not on my uh, Facebook friends list. I lost my dad back in September and uh, when I did I inherited his 12 string guitar. Now I've wanted to play guitar for a long time I've wanted to learn but you don't learn on a 12 string so I've been shopping around for a 6 string for the last several months looking for something decent and today I finally found a good deal in one of the local pawn shops I got a nice totally unmarked no dents no scratches no chips out of it or anything six string electric guitar i got a cheap amp all for 200 bucks there you go yeah can't bitch about that i threw in a strap for 20 bucks and then uh when i asked him about a uh, soft case for it he threw that in for nothing hey yeah so i got me a six string that i can learn on now so start, start yeah. playing some Johnny Cash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wheeler Walker. <laughs> David Allen Cole. Yeah. The good stuff. That's actually one of the first ones I want to learn is David Allen Coe's uh uh what's that one? The one that Kid Rock did. Just wanna fuck you one more time. Yeah. <laughs> I wanna learn that one. Or, or if you want to get really raunchy, learn some of the what's that racist country band J- Johnny Rebel. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, they, got, they got some pretty, uh, pretty nasty uh, tunes. Yeah, I, I would learn uh, some Shanty Ganuck, but uh, that might take some time. <laughs> They're a little faster than what I think I can manage right now. <laughs> Hey, speaking of things... Some basic country strumming, yeah, definitely going to learn that soon. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, show show that artwork you were... uh, Oh, yeah. Off off camera before we we started, uh, Destry showed me a couple of great native artworks that he picked up. Look at that, eh? Not too shabby. I don't know the guy's name because he just signs it with his initials. Yeah. Well, shout out! One. Shout out to the to the see if we the can see his initials there. RH twenty twenty. Yeah. Well, it's really nice here's... work. It's just uh, charcoal pencil work and that you know, and filled in with uh, marker. Well, but, shout out! Uh, shout out to RH. Nice work. Yeah. I want to get them framed and have them in the new studio once it's built. Okay, now, camera, you can focus on me again. (laughs) 
<sighs> technology, eh? Yeah. Come on, focus on me. You can do it! Yeah, it looks like it's trying. It might be getting there. We might be stuck with me blurry now because of this. I don't know. <laughs> there, oh. there we go. That's no, that's starting to get it. This, this reminds me of that SCTV skit, the 3D skit. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That did it. There you go. Yeah. Hey, uh, speaking of things opening up, that reminds me of a couple of things, things I wanted to talk about. Down. Yeah, a couple of things closing down. Uh, Moxie's. Yeah, that sucks. One of the best steakhouses in town. Yeah, so Moxie's is closing. I don't know, and that's a chain, I believe. So yeah. uh, I don't know how many locations, uh, but I know our town's uh, location went under. Yep. Uh, the high, and they were renting space in the, the local mall. Which, you know, I don't, I don't really understand why they went under because I think it's kind of their own fault, you know, because I, I know the mall was closed, but I would imagine that because they're kind of disconnected from the mall, they should have still been able to stay open for delivery and curbside pickup, and they didn't. Yeah. No. So I think it's kind of their own fault that they're closing down because they didn't take advantage of the options there for delivery and pickup. Because I think they would have done half decent business that way because they were pretty popular. I I used to order pickup from them quite often. So I'm sure I'm not the only one, you know. Well, and I've had I've had a few date nights at uh, Moxie's over the years and uh yeah, I always always enjoyed the appetizers and the food was decent and uh, you know it was always just a stone's throw away from home. Yeah. You know, I mean to me you know, all those kind of you know the Kelseys, the Moxies, the Applebees, the, you know the Chili's. Uh, you know it's it's not all like ease. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like you know nice family restaurants they're not uh, yeah. they're not going to you know, it's good, decent enough food that's not going to break the bank. Yeah. And uh, you still feel like you're having a night out. So The only drawback with, uh, with Moxie's being the one that's gone is even with Kelsey's and Applebee's still here, neither one of them really has much in the way of steaks. Whereas no. Moxie's had lots of steaks, and they did them yeah. well. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, Moxie's, uh, as far as I'm concerned, I don't care if we get sued for this, but uh, as far as I'm concerned, Moxie's is comparable to the keg, and Moxie's had slightly better pricing. Yeah. So yeah. we can get sued uh, for that. <laughs> uh, fuck them fuck if they can't take a joke. Uh, and then another, another thing I heard... So uh, apparently Starbucks, it's been a shit week for them. Yeah. Uh, first, the publicity, bad publicity from, uh, I guess their stores were banning uh, their uh, staff from wearing anything related to Black Lives Matters. Oh, and, yeah. and, you know, to me, I could give a shit one way or the other, but. I guess the backlash... I understand Starbucks' position on that, though. They don't want the controversy, but then they wound up creating controversy for themselves when it got out. Exactly. So, what at first, they were doing the hardline stance, and then a bunch of protests at the headquarters in Seattle, 
And as, as most corporations do, they cave. So they caved in and now they're saying, oh, that's allowed. Just like, remember, uh, the but previous... the funny thing is, if they didn't want the controversy from uh, letting their employees wear Black Lives Matter, oh, gee, that's funny because Starbucks encourages things that are related to LGBT. They encourage their yeah. employees to be in support of that, and, and they support it themselves on their own uh, merchandise. Well, so, you know, it's kind of funny. If you don't want the controversy, you know, you, you got to pick one or the other. You can't have your cake and eat it, too, as the saying goes. Well, and correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't it the previous year they had the, the issue with the, the those uh, black gentlemen that were loitering? Yeah. And that supposedly <laughs> and because they raised a stink with them you know about uh, being asked to leave or order something and they, they all of a sudden now people are allowed to loiter in in the they, they basically caved in and said ah go ahead loiter in our stores not starbucks hmm. not starbucks yeah timmy's <laughs> that, um, that's not a political statement it just happens to be a timmy's <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've we've had our share of frappuccinos at Starbucks through the oh, years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we we like coffee in all shapes and forms. So the yeah, they've had a bad is, I don't know if they're that. even open right now or not, but I didn't drive by there, so they just didn't happen to be on my route. That's why I got Timmy's. Well, I got some bad news for you. So apparently, uh, you know, because one of the reasons they're flip flopping too is. Because of the shutdown from the COVID, they, they've lost a ton of money, yeah. and apparently they're restructuring, and over 200 stores will be closing. So what are the odds Thunder Bays might be one of them? Yeah. Here's what I don't get, though. Probably a good half, if not more, of their business is drive through So how are they losing money yeah. through the COVID shutdown? Did they just close their stores? Were they that stupid? I think because I mean, drive-through stores were still allowed to be open. Yeah, well, I think a lot of them did, especially in California and New York, eh? Yeah. Well, that's a big that's a big chunk. Yeah. Then, then you know, like I was just saying about Moxies, that's kind of their own fault. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and again, you know, you you and I, I mean, preaching to the choir here because I've been saying from Jump Street after the first couple of weeks, I figured out. This virus was overblown, and then yeah. we were just getting taken to the cleaners by the globalists. But I have to actually back that up a little bit because it might not be their fault. Because, like you said, New York and LA, New York, LA, and Seattle probably account for like three quarters of Starbucks business <laughs> in all of yeah. North America. And <laughs> if those states actually force them to close, then I can understand it. But at least here in Ontario, I don't think they were forced to close. I'm pretty sure as a drive through place, they would have been allowed to stay open. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, because it is a, a, a global chain and so much of their business is dependent on uh, New York, L.A. and Seattle. If those three states did force them to close, then I can't say it's their fault. No. Just a, just another fucking part of the shit show of 2020, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, you know, what, I don't what's know. What's next? Well, I don't know about <laughs> you, but I've been, uh, I've been frustrated because, uh, you know, like uh, as a. Not getting well, any? 
Well, that's one one thing, but uh, no different kind of frustration. Yeah, getting so sick of the radical leftists uh, dictating. Uh, it seems they're winning the culture war at the moment, and uh, this cancel culture is getting on my nerves. I don't know if you heard, but uh, like there's this children's cartoon, Paw Patrol. Yeah. And TV Ontario produced fucking. It took off like gangbusters. Toys, marketing, the whole Ontario's bit. had a few that uh, really took off like gangbusters over the decades. So the, anyway, with all this anti-cop rhetoric going on, one of the characters, in, and it's cartoon puppy dogs mm. that have blue-collar jobs. One's a firefighter, one's a whatever, construction, one's a yeah. police I've officer. I've bought some of the toys for my niece, so I'm semi-familiar with it. So get this. So the leftists want Paw Patrol canceled because of the police dog character named Chase. That it's uh, somehow a negative whatever. Uh, yeah, just more of this stupidity, like yeah. like anti-cop bullshit. Like we're all in agreement that there's a difference between a good cop and a pig. There's a there's a difference between you know like doing the job and protecting citizens and yeah. assaulting fucking law-abiding citizens. 75-year-old man. So, uh, but I find this, like, and, and just as I was fuming over this stupidity, I find out that uh, Tucker Carlson's getting his ads pulled, Disney and other corporations pulling their ads because he shit on Sesame Street because uh, I guess now Sesame Street's gone radical. They had a they had a skit with Elmo. Elmo's talking to Elmo's Elmo's dad, and Elmo's dad is in like a protest T-shirt, got a sign, and he's talking about you know Black Lives Matter. And so Tucker Carlson was like, "What are we doing here? Like, yeah. what's what's the end game? You know, politicize." You know politics and kids like what's yeah. and because he criticized it fucking you know oh you're a racist piece of garbage yeah. and we're pulling your ads of course good old cancel no, that, it's you know he's spoken out before about having gay issues being brought up in in uh, kids shows and that too kids aren't old enough to understand any of that the only thing you have to teach your kids as far as any of that goes is love everybody. Yeah. yeah and, and, and with kids, that's not hard because racism is learned. You know, they, they don't, uh, they don't automatically come out racist. Kids will naturally play with any other kid, regardless of skin color or anything like that until an adult tells them not to. So all you got to do is be a good person and let them do that. Exactly. And they'll and be fine. You don't and, need to bring the Black Lives Matter protests into it. You don't need to tell them that cops are killing black people. You don't need to tell them that cops are assaulting innocent people. And you don't need to tell them that Tommy sucks Steve's cock. You know? <laughs> like this whole sexualization of children bewilders me too. Because, you know, sex education when we were in school, that was like grade 8, high school, whatever. Yeah. You know, and now... Oh, you know, kindergarten, let's talk about fucking, you know, butt sex and blowjobs and whatever. Yeah. 
to Johnny. Johnny See, and even that, I understand a little bit of education is necessary at that age, like bad touch. Yeah. But you don't need to go into graphic detail about how adults have sex, you know. Now, mind you, at the same time, they do need to teach it a little earlier than they were teaching us because kids are experimenting at a younger age. So they need to be properly educated before they start experimenting. But anything before puberty is ridiculous. Yeah, like anything before puberty, it's like, what are you, why are you sexualizing kids? Like it's, yeah. And then even like, I I really lost a lot of respect for teachers in the last few years because more and more of these political protests and rallies that involve schools, you're seeing these schools, like teachers that are, radical leaning in their politics they're bringing their class their students to these rallies and making them hold signs it's like how about you just teach them how to read write you know the core subjects we're falling behind in in our aptitude in the core subjects you know you, you compare canada to the rest of the civilized world and we're falling and in the meantime maybe it's because we're too busy trying to teach them all this political, yeah. sexual, and non uh, <laughs> nonsensical and, and it doesn't stuff. help that we have a liberal federal government. Yeah, and, and you know, like you and I, we grew up as classical live and let live liberals, but now the liberal... More libertarian in that sense, but yeah. And At now least by liber- today's definitions. And now, they're like, these, these liberals now... They don't understand that their party's been corrupted and co-opted by the communists and socialists. Yeah. And uh, Trudeau, Trudeau's not a liberal because if you what you know, gun grabs. Uh, yeah, Trudeau's a commie. Trudeau's a dictator. Yeah, gun grabs, censorship, hate speech laws. Like you know, everything about him reeks of a fascist or communist dictator. Yeah. So yeah, this. So that stuff. Uh, so I couldn't believe Tucker Carlson. Now, uh, you know, he's he's getting the shaft because uh, he shit on Elmo. <laughs> and uh, you know, I, I mean, what's next? Like, and then Paw Patrol. You know, these these dummies want to get Paw Patrol canceled. Yeah. You know, I remember my daughter when she was little. She just loved Paw Patrol and loved and it's and you watch it. It's it's really a, a, a basic, simplistic cartoon, you know, a bunch of cartoon puppies. Yeah, I mean, it's TV Ontario. They're pretty good at that. They're they're pretty good at remaining neutral and, and just keeping things simple and kid-like. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, the polka dot door, today's special, you know, like those are all non-political, uh, kid-oriented shows. Yeah, it's... Uh... I mean, what's basically my frustration is like, what's next? Yeah. You know, you know, like I heard that, uh, you know, the U.S. military, they've been told that their troops can no longer, because uh, I guess a lot of these soldiers, like especially ones that were from the South, they, you know, it was like a thing that some of them would bring the old Confederate flag, yeah. you know, and and whatever. You don't have to like the Confederate flag. And, yeah, it represents uh you know, racist, redneck, whatever. But, but uh, you know, to me, it's you know, I get back to this, you know, book burning, flag burning, cancel, yeah. cancel culture. Like, 
a, per, a, a person should be entitled to read Mein Kampf just as much as they should be able to read about communism or read yeah. about whatever. If you want to own a communist flag, by all means, but if you get to own a communist flag, then Buddy gets to own a Confederate flag. Yeah. And, yeah. and uh, like the General and Lee. Somebody else gets to own a Nazi flag and somebody else <laughs> gets to own a Satanist flag and... ISIS flag and <laughs> or the old "Don't tread on me" rattlesnake, whatever yeah. flag. You know, that, you know that was the whole idea. Like even, uh, you know, it's okay for Black Panthers and communists and these types to flourish and have a, have their say whether you agree with it or not. Yeah. So so Joe Redneck, who's a you know some some trailer park KKK member. You know, he wants to fly his Confederate flag on his porch. Let the fucking guy fly his stupid flag. Yep. Who the who the fuck cares? It's better better to identify himself. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. It's it's better that you know what kind of person you're dealing with. Yeah. You know, rather than him being able to hide it. And all this book burning and flag burning and banning and everything else, all you're doing is allowing them to hide. Yeah. Totally yeah. off topic, but uh I got sure. th- I got this this week too. Oh, the head shaver yeah. pro! <laughs> hey, hey, uh, sponsorship, hey! <laughs> hey, we got Timmy's and head shaver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! We're in the money. Today's episode brought to you by hold nobody, because nobody's fucking paying us yet. Yeah. Uh, Hold up, hold up, it'd be a shill. Hold up the Timmies and hold up the shaver. There. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Today's episode <laughs> of the Joe Rogan Experience brought to you by Squarespace. No. <laughs> With politics being so polarizing in the States there, you know what's you know what I find interesting is and it flew under the radar this week. So you got you got the radical lefties and Biden, you got the fucking orange man, uh Trump on the right side, and every you know, polarizing. They're both hated in their own in their own ways, and for good reasons on both. But uh, <laughs> there's no third party alternative until yeah. until this week. I don't know if you heard, but uh, he, once again, he's been teasing it for years. Adam Jesse, Kokesh. No, Jesse. Oh, Jesse Ventura. Jesse Ventura, he's going to be the libertarian or independent uh, candidate. (laughs) And I'll I'll tell you what. uh, Adam Kokesh is still running as libertarian, though. He's trying to get a libertarian nomination. He's just got to get a certain amount of states to to have the numbers or whatever it is. I don't know. Yeah, but with with Kokesh... You and I know them, you know, from YouTube. But to like the boomer crowd, they'd be more familiar with Jesse because of his appearances, appearances on CNN, his run as his run as the governor of Minnesota, governor. Oh, well, that was Arnie. (laughs) But uh, you know, I started wondering though, who do you think, you know, if it if it uh, goes through, who do you think Jesse Ventura would take more votes away from, Trump or Biden? Because I honestly don't know, but it made me wonder. Yeah, that's a good question. I, I think he'd take a lot of votes away from both. 
but it's hard yeah. to say which one he'd take more yeah. away from. Yeah. I, I think I think he'd probably take more away from Biden simply because there's a lot of people that nowadays associate Jesse with conspiracy theories and think he's a kook and yeah. they would stick with Trump. Yeah. But remember he has he has no love for either party. In fact that book yeah. he what was the name of that book? Uh, Rebloodikins. Dem- Dem- Democrips and Rebloodikins. Yeah, <laughs> he basically said both part, both establishment parties are uh, are gangsters. You know, two yeah. separate things. You know, running Which the same. His second book, I believe, the first one was "I Ain't Got Time to Bleed." <laughs> yeah, that's the one yeah. he wrote while he was governor. Yeah, and I, I enjoy. Uh, I don't always agree with Jesse, but I. You're I, man, you're bleeding. I ain't got time to bleed. But I, you know, I, oh, yeah? I like so you got time to duck. <laughs> I like him more than uh, you know more than these establishment goops. I always I always like uh, you know like the like the guy that uh, you know isn't bought off or isn't. Yeah. Uh, hey and, Billy! Uh, hey Billy! The other day I was telling my old lady I'd like a little pussy. She said, "So would I. Mine's as big as a house." <laughs> That's from the movie Predator, folks. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Anything to try and get Billy to laugh. Dis- disavow, disavow. <laughs> hey, Billy, Optics. the other day I was going down on my old lady. I said, geez, you got a big pussy. Geez, you got a big pussy. She says, why'd you say it twice? I said, I didn't. <laughs> That's the one that actually got a grin out of Billy, too. <laughs> <laughs> actually oh, broke that oh, uh, Navajo stoicism. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, we're not getting any sponsors on this episode. <laughs> Demonetized again. <laughs> Susan Wojcicki, you yeah. can. We got well Jesse get... Ventura to sponsor us now since we're hey. quoting his movie. <laughs> YouTube CEO, uh, of course, Susan Arnold Schwarzenegger would tell you that was his movie, but, you know, no, that, that was Jesse's movie. <laughs> yeah, I guess Susan Wojcicki there, she's been uh, keeping, a tight, been keeping a tight rope on us, I tell you. We, we never get any breaks. No, that's why you just don't give a shit. Just go for it. Who cares? Fucking. We're yeah, not we're gonna, we're, we'd have to be too nice to get monetized anyway, so fuck it. I don't care. <laughs> As, you yeah, know, I we, mean, we got other platforms now. We may as well mention that right now. We've, uh, I, I've got episodes up on uh, BitChute. Uh, just look for Humble Hosers on BitChute. Look for Humble Hosers on Spotify podcasts as well as iTunes podcasts. And coming soon, as soon as we can get it all sorted out, probably DLive and possibly VidMe. There woo! we go. We got all that out. And, and links will all be in the description below this video anyway. Yeah, but if you're go. listening on audio, now you know. Now you know. Because <sighs> we ain't going to make any money on YouTube. Maybe we'll make money on the other platforms. Yeah, it'd be nice to get some coffee money at least for our, uh, <laughs> yeah. our coffee habits. <laughs> I've, I've given up on the cigarette money this way too, you know. I've given up on the idea of us ever being able to retire from our day job. So at this point, I've got a, you know, fuck, fuck it, burn it all down attitude. Well, that's when it all happens for you, eh? Once you've given up on it. 
Yeah. So yeah. Keep, keep giving up. We're going to make it soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn it all the hell. <laughs> oh, the money's damn just it. God, please. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. I really hey, don't uh, care about the money. Please, can I have some money? <laughs> could you imagine what a Jesse Ventura White House would look like? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> who would he but have you for? Know the, the, you were just going to ask who would he have for his running mate. And the last time he announced that he was going to run, he said he was going to take Howard Stern as his running mate. And he promised Howard on the show, live on the Howard Stern show, he said, if I run, I'm taking you as my running mate. And Howard said, I'm in. So nice. who knows? <laughs> that might be the thing again. Could you imagine? And then say, was it the, Stern 2020. And then I, that would make the press conferences at the White House interesting. And, and here oh, comes yeah. our press, press, second, press secretary, Baba Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> Holy boys. No, better yet, here comes our press secretary, Bobcat Goldthwaite. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, uh, you guys you are know, asking to me our questions. <laughs> Another regular from the show. How about Gilbert Godfrey, eh? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a good one. <laughs> I can't even do his voice. There. It's so fucked up. Suzuki Samurai, you Bensonhurst <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> that, of course, is from the movie Fort Fairlane. Johnny Teitelbaum calling himself Johnny Crunch. <laughs> Suzuki Samurai. Hey, uh, here's to you, Ford. Sucking my dick. <laughs> Speaking of movies, why did we both saw this movie together? Uh, why don't we review Tropic Thunder? Hmm. Your thoughts on the movie Tropic Thunder? Hilarious. Wasn't it fucking awesome? Cult classic. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. a cult classic, and we just kind of it flew under the radar with us, and we rediscovered. Uh, the movie and watched it and yeah. uh, pissed that ourselves off. That was a damn good movie. I, I liked, I mean, there's so much about it I liked, you know. Robert Downey Jr.'s performance was, as always, epic. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen him in anything I didn't like except maybe way back in the day when he was always pissed up because <laughs> yeah. that really affects your work. <laughs> and just the cameos. But, you know, the, the one thing that surprised me was... Um, uh, ben Stiller. I've never cared for most of the roles I've seen Ben Stiller in. The first thing I ever saw him in was something about Mary, and I was like, I don't like this guy. But I liked him in that movie. <laughs> how'd you like, and how'd you I like that? I admit, uh, though, I haven't seen A Night at the Museum. I may like him in that one, too. Uh, and I, almost, I almost pissed my pants at the part. He was in uh, that one, wasn't he? Remember Simple Jack? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he wasn't in Night at the Museum. I don't know who was in that. Wasn't that uh, Ben Stiller? Yeah. Robin Williams just... played a Confederate general or something in the museum, and Ben Stiller was like the security guard, wasn't he? Does that sound right? Well, I'm going I'm to stick with a movie we actually watched. We, we, we need our own young Jamie here to look that up and see if I'm full of shit or not. <laughs> I, I love the part in uh, Tropic Thunder with... Uh, you know, ben Stiller trying to be a serious actor, and he remember he uh, he did that that flop, uh, simple Jack. 
Oh, this one's hitting me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, simple like, Jack. It's simple Jack. <laughs> All those was a Thai, a Vietnamese or Thai uh, yeah. villagers were like, simple Jack, simple Jack. <laughs> and they made, they made, he's, he's a hostage and they're making him perform as simple Jack and. I like how Robert Downey got away with doing blackface because he was playing an actor who was doing blackface. (laughs) If it hadn't been, if they hadn't had that in the story, if he was supposed to actually be playing a black person, they never would have gotten away with it. (laughs) But because he was playing a white actor who was in doing blackface. (laughs) Yeah. Spoiler alert, folks. If you see Tropic Thunder, it's, it's the most politically incorrect but hilarious movie. But see, the reason why I mention that as a spoiler is because there's a lot of people who wouldn't go see it because they see Bob Downey in blackface on the cover. Well, and it, and it speaks to what we're you know, what's going on today with the cancel culture. Had they released Tropic Thunder today, they'd be burning down the fucking theaters. Oh yeah. Uh, well, and, and again, it would be because people make assumptions they don't actually know. It's like with um, um, Jay and Silent Bob uh, Dogma. That yeah. movie was heavily protested by Catholics because they made assumptions about what the movie was about. If they had actually gone and watched it, they would have realized that most of their assumptions were wrong. Like Bob, Jay and Bob actually, or Jay and Kevin Smith, were actually outside joining the protesters. They were protesting the movie themselves. By the Until way, some thanks. people started figuring out who they were. <laughs> and to give you, give you folks, uh, listeners and viewers, an idea how much we like the movie Dogma. Destry, uh, one, of, one of my favorite Christmas, was it a Christmas or birthday gift? Destry got me a statue of the Buddy Christ. Yeah. And to those who aren't familiar, it's, it's a hilarious little statue that appeared in the movie Dogma. In fact, uh, if he wasn't sitting where he is right now, you could see it. Because <laughs> it's right behind you, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> yeah, it's it's over it's over in the living room. I, yeah, I mean I'm in my gitch, so I won't get up. So <laughs> I always used to wonder how many news personalities were on camera with no pants on, <laughs> bare balls even. <laughs> yeah, so I'll spare I'll spare all of you but the yeah, horror. I bought him a Buddy Christ. I've got actually. Can you see mine? I'm just looking in the camera here because mine's behind me on that shelf, but I don't think it's, I think it's on the second shelf. So you probably yeah, can't probably, see it. Just out a camera view. It's up high. <laughs> Is it even there? I don't know. <laughs> Might not be. But yeah, I went online to the viewaskuniverse.com, Jay and Silent Bob secret stash, and I, well, a buddy of mine bought one for me years and years ago before the internet was even really a thing. I mean, I think the internet was out, but online shopping wasn't a thing back then, and uh, my friend Nick bought uh, two of them, one for himself and one for me, and uh, so I passed one, I bought one i passed that favor on and bought sterling one is there a way you could black out my my camera and then i'll uh no but you can close the lid on your laptop fair enough (laughs) give me one give me one sec all right 
Mine is here. I'll be damned, I don't see mine. The buddy Christ. <laughs> That's not the official term we're using, but doesn't he just pop buddy Christ? Hey, maybe I'll do the rest of the episode as Buddy Christ. Let's see. <laughs> hey, Destry, how's it going, bud? <laughs> fucking A, fucking A. Christ didn't come to give us the willies. <laughs> he was a booster. Hey, and they, they said on the seventh day that Christ rose from the dead. That was in a whorehouse in uh, Jersey, let me tell you. Good times. Hey, buddy, haven't seen you in a while. How's it going? Hey, you, I got a bone to pick with you. You sold me some bad weed, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, okay, that's enough of the puppets. Uh, yeah, this, show's, this show's going to hell in a handbasket. <laughs> I don't know where mine is now. It's not up on the shelves. <laughs> yeah. Gonna have to do a search, see if the stone is rolled back from the cave. <laughs> That's the buddy Christ, <laughs> best gift ever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, hey, best uh, gift well, ever for a fan of Jay and Silent Bob. Anyway. Yeah. Well, we're on the on the silliness kick. Uh, I thought of resurrecting one of our classic uh, bits uh, called Would You Rather. All righty. And Destry has no idea what uh, Would You Rather questions I'm going to ask him. And uh, I, I have to admit that uh, I was sleep deprived and it was in the wee hours of the morning when I jotted these down. So... Now that I'm looking them over, they uh, they make a lot less sense than, than they did last night. Well, this ought to be interesting. This should be interesting. So here we go. Destry, would you rather, Number question number one, would you rather have edible spaghetti hair that grows daily or would you rather sweat maple syrup? Would you rather be able to grow spaghetti hair daily or when you sweat? Or sweat maple syrup. Jeez, that's, uh, that's a tough one. I think I'd probably have to go with the spaghetti hair, even though I don't eat pasta, but I'd probably sell it. <laughs> ah, marketing. Cut it, cut it off periodically and sell it. There's always the angle, too, that uh, you'd never go hungry. If I had to eat it, yeah. Trying, to, try, trying to slim down this uh, this keg I've got going on here. So pasta is out for a while, but uh, like I say, I could sell it better than being covered in maple syrup all the time. Well, I don't know. Now I'm starting to think about, <laughs> you know, if you, if you sweat maple syrup... Not only does it have a sweet taste, it has that nice mapley smell. And you just imagine like when you're with your lady friend 
and you're uh, you know having having relations in the boudoir, maybe you don't. She's need not going to complain about the taste, that's for sure. And you know, <laughs> you, get, you get all sweaty and clammy down below. It's like a fucking pancake breakfast for her. <laughs> She'll be lapping up that sweet syrup down there. <laughs> no more showering, eh? The raunchy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, you almost got a Joe Rogan scream laugh out of me there. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's a winner. Winner. I'm, I'm going maple syrup, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. You, you might have almost got me convinced there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's question number one. Question number two. Would you rather be attacked by dogs when they see you or be attacked by birds when they see you? Like if these were your only two options to have happen to you. I think birds would be a little easier to fight off. But you wouldn't see birds coming, whereas with a dog, you'd see a dog coming. Yeah, but certain breeds of dogs, once they get their jaw on you, you're screwed. Yeah, true that. You, you'd true be that. losing lots of flesh, whereas with the birds, you might get a few pecks before you start swatting them off. But they're not big enough to latch onto you and tear half your arm off. Remember that Hitchcock? I, I've never gotten over that Hitchcock movie, The Birds, and they're like, and they're just yeah. in the eye out and oh it just creeped me out that fucking movie I just well you know but, either way if the birds swarm you and you can't swat them off you're gonna die just as surely as if the dogs are attacking you so you know yeah, dog with but, a good jaw and sharp teeth especially something like a german shepherd or a pit bull or a rottweiler anything a good size with a good jaw on it you know femoral artery you're done yeah. <laughs> and they're feasting Mind you, if you got a, if you you know, with the thing with birds, it would almost be enjoyable fighting off birds, especially if you had like a a tennis racket. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I'd almost look forward to that kind of combat. But like you say, fighting with a dog, especially a breed with a strong jaw. Yeah, especially if it's one that does go for the throat. No, you get like a Doberman, a pit bull, a large German Shepherd breed or whatever. Rottweiler, Mastiff. Rottweiler, Mastiff. No bueno, no bueno. (laughs) I'll take the birds any day because I can say I could just get a tennis racket or even a fucking newspaper and give them a good swat. Oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) That's so Consuela. (laughs) No, no, no. That's not very godlike. That's not very Christ-like. Yeah, buddy Christ. Dogma, great movie. Yeah, yeah. I'd okay. love to have the life-size one that uh, that was standing beside George Carlin in that scene, and have that on my front lawn. How about, how about the cast of that movie? Oh, you know, like great cast. Linda no. Fiorentino, of course, Kevin and Jay themselves, Matt Damon, uh, uh, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, thank you. <laughs> yeah, you got uh, what's her George. name? Uh, Garofalo, Janine Garofalo was in that. George Carlin, Carlin, yeah, Chris just Rock. 
It just loads uh, loads of good... apostle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, getting getting oh, back to Oh, and uh, what's her name that uh, the uh, Spanish broad there? Uh... <laughs> not yeah, not, this... not Penelope Cruz, the other one. Yeah, she been... she was in that movie. Yeah, yeah, the Spanish broad. Salma Hayek. <laughs> That's it, Salma Hayek. Oh, what a smoke show she yeah. is. She can get it. Latino, at least, maybe, if not Spanish, I don't know, but definitely Latino. The, the, the time I seen her in that movie, From Dusk Till Dawn. Oh, yeah. That was a brother, good one. Brother, there was a lot of fapping going on to that movie. <laughs> there was so a lot much. of fapping going on in that movie. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you see what she looks like today. That hey, She can get it still. Oh, yeah. Hey, She's Salma, still a knockout. You want it? You can get it, baby. Call me. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's going to jump right on that. Let me tell you. Well, who wouldn't? Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at this. This is the whole package here, man. This is the whole package and then some. <laughs> yeah, that, ain't, that ain't a gut. That's a fucking, uh, that's, a, that's a gas tank for a sex machine. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I can't even pull that off with a straight face, but okay. <laughs> Notice I have to look away as I said it. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Question number three, as we went off the rails there momentarily. Yola, you might like this one because you're kind of a sci-fi guy uh, and a science-based guy. Would you rather travel plus minus 20 years every time you fart or would you rather teleport to a different dimension or a different place every time you sneeze? The flute that Picard played in Next Generation. That's not the answer. <laughs> Survey says. <Cha> <laughs> okay, so travel. Would you rather travel... 20 years forward or back every time you fart oh, Jesus. or teleport to a different dimension every time or a different place even every time you sneeze. I think I'd rather go with the sneeze teleporting simply because I'd be too scared of fucking up the timeline if I'm t traveling in time every time I fart. <laughs> And at, at least with teleporting to a different place every time you sneeze, you get to explore the world for free. It would make, it would make bring you some pepper. <laughs> it, would, it would make you rethink, like, how bad do I want to have chili tonight? Or yeah. how, how bad do I want those tacos or eat Mexican tonight? Uh, <laughs> do I want to stay in this place tonight? Uh, <laughs> do, I, do I want to wake up in the, or do I want to end up in the French Revolution? Or, yeah. <laughs> You know, end up, you know, oh, hey, Genghis Khan, how's it yeah, going? Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. You wouldn't know where you're going either or what year. Whereas the sneeze thing, like, okay, you sneeze and all of a sudden, hey, I'm in uh, I'm in the current year, but I'm in Newfoundland. Or, yeah. I just or sneezed I'm and Paris. I'm in Tokyo. I'm in Ireland. It could be interesting. Yeah. And, and it would be free because you yeah. wouldn't have to pay for travel. You wouldn't have to pay for a hotel room. Just sneeze when you want to move on to the next place. <laughs> Something maybe once in a while you might pay for a hotel room so you can get some sleep. <laughs> so I guess we're we're we've got a consensus then that the yeah. sneeze. So we we're two two for two on that one. Yeah. 
Those weren't too now, bad. Well, they're not bad, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Not as silly as you thought. Yeah, from the from the twisted mind of uh, of a savage, eh? Yeah. From a savage savage who collects blasphemous. Uh, he plays I love, with I love dolls. Giving, I love how he's winking and giving the thumbs up like complete blasphemy, eh? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> why he's the buddy christ buddy christ i love the part in dogma where george carlin's just pimping them out like yeah you know, trying, to, trying to hustle and sell all these statuettes yeah. and, <laughs> and uh, that's what the secret stash is for there you go <laughs> you can buy them go over these... to jay and bob's secrets was it jay and i can't remember if it's jay and bob's or if it's jay and silent bob but I think it's secretstash.com, actually. So, yeah, I don't think the J and Silent Bob is part of the URL. I think if you go to secretstash.com, you'll find J and Silent Bob's Secret Stash online store, and you, too, can buy yourself a Buddy Christ or any other number of figurines. You can get a movie doll. You can get a movie hat. Isn't it amazing how much weight Kevin Smith has lost oh, since his Oh, man, isn't that something? Apparently, he's just... He's just living off fucking. He's he's gone vegan. Yeah, and he, and he smokes dope. Yeah, you know, veg, veggies and, and dope. <laughs> that's it. That's his life. He's baked all the time. Yeah, and, and he's eating them fucking soy burgers yep. and hanging around and with veggies. Tommy Chong. Hanging around with Tommy Chong. Well, whatever. I mean, you know, I, I suppose if I had a heart attack, I might be inclined to change my diet. But then again. I like burgers so much, I don't think that'll happen. Yeah. <laughs> live by the sword, die by the sword, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Or in this case, live by the grease, die by the grease. <laughs> no, he's looking good, but he's not Silent Bob anymore. No, he talks quite a bit. <laughs> uh, and he's too skinny. Silent Bob's supposed to be husky. Yeah. You know, yeah. Kevin's too skinny now to be Silent Bob anymore. The coat doesn't even fit him right. I noticed every time he goes on Rogan, it's like a four-hour freaking podcast. Oh, yeah. Rogan likes him. Yeah. And then even on his own YouTube channels and his own podcasts, uh, Kevin Smith, he can, you know, he, he loves to he loves to shoot the shit. Like, he can talk for hours yeah. about anything, especially anything like comic book related or, yeah. you know, superhero. that he's working on right now. Star Wars movies, whatever. Yeah. He can, he, he'll go off on a tangent for... For hours on end, so yeah. Well, that's uh, why good. they've got their podcast, Comic Book Men, and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, and I think Comic Book Men. That's uh, in that Kevin is Jay in that one, or is it just Kevin and Steve, Dave, and and uh, Walt Flanagan? I think is in one of them too. Yeah, Walt Flanagan. Yeah. I like Walt. He's funny. <laughs> he he just works for him at the store, but every now and then he gets thrown in as an extra in a movie. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like he doesn't want to do it. He's like, okay, fine, I'll fill your fucking part. <laughs> but let me get back to the store, all right? <laughs> like all these childhood and college buddies of his, they end up be getting little bit parts. And yeah. like, remember the movie Clerks? A bunch of them were in that. Oh, and- yeah. Dante and Randall. Dante Randall. Yeah. Brian O'Halloran and Jeff 
something or other. I can't remember Randall's last name, but his first name is Jeff. Brian O'Halloran is Dante. Yeah. Yeah. And then he gets, you know, he'll he'll get all those uh, little guys that nobody knows and give them these big lead parts like Dante and Randall and Clerks. But then he fills it with, you know, he fills little parts with guys like Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, you know. <laughs> yeah. And Jason Lee. and <laughs> Jason Lee was good in Dogma's uh, The oh, Devil. he was right? awesome. He was um, Asriel in Dogma. Asriel. Yeah, Asriel. and he was awesome in that part. <clears throat> Kevin was uh, saying, I saw this... Uh, I think it was on the uh, DVD special features, the director's cut. Kevin was saying that uh, part of the whole scene where uh, Asriel is talking about what hell is like when he's got them all held captive in the bar, they cut a large part of that scene. And Kevin said he was really, really miffed to have to cut that scene because that probably could have won Jason some sort of an award for that scene. It was just amazing in it. And he and put it on the, on the DVD extras. And he put it on the DVD extras, yeah. And he also, there's you can go on YouTube and find the clip of that deleted scene. Yeah. And it's like As a, a matter of fact, on the DVD extras, it doesn't have the extra audio special effects. But if you go on YouTube and look for it, it's called uh, Evil is an Abstract is the name of the scene. And they've got the audio special effects included on YouTube. And, and the oh, it's just amazing. You can hear the wails of the damned increasing in volume as Jason's voice is increasing too. And, oh, just amazing. I love that scene. Chilling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, well, what well, else you got on your list? Uh, well, that pretty much covered, covered the stuff that uh, was tugging at my brain there in the wee hours. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, well, we're up yeah. to uh, three minutes shy of an hour, so that's pretty good, anyway. Yeah, well, uh, we can we can uh, bullshit for a few more minutes. Uh, I was gonna well, have this pop up there. Got rid of that <laughs> fucking annoying pop ups. Uh, it's okay. It didn't come on this screen. Yeah, that's good. But uh, you know, what do you think of? Uh, you know the the economy slowly finally opening back up and uh i think know. it's nice <laughs> i think it's uh, gonna make a difference it sucks that we're gonna be losing some businesses like we were talking about earlier but uh i think we've been needing this for a long time and i agree with doug ford who for anybody who doesn't know is the premier of ontario um i agree with him that you know we do still have to do it slowly but uh, I think he's doing it the right way. And I think the way he's doing it regionally rather than all of Ontario also makes sense because they have a much higher population density around Toronto and uh, they're just not ready for it yet. So the fact that we're opening up in this part of Ontario, in this part of the province, and Toronto hasn't yet hit phase two of reopening, it makes sense. Yeah. <clears throat> The only thing I wonder about, though, like with the restaurants, as you see, they're, they're talking about like, you know, patios and things of that nature. Yeah. Limited capacities. Some of these restaurants, it may not be worth it for them to open up at that level just because of uh, staff costs and uh, 
and food costs and whatnot. Yeah. <clears throat> they may opt to remain closed until things open up even until more. Until three. Yeah. So it's it's you know it's a start, but it's not. Well, it's like I I don't I think um, I'm not sure if he said that bars can open, and if it was just bars with patios. That was my understanding. Or if it was just restaurants with patios. Yeah, I think bars and restaurants with yeah, patios. I think so. Yeah. So we've got a few here in town that have patios, and we'll see them opening tonight. I guess. Or no, Friday midnight, didn't you say? Yeah, I know yeah. for sure by early next week things are going to be. Yeah, but I mean, like for example, we're gonna we're not going to see the strip bar opening up again yet. That's not going to be until phase three. What <clears throat> no lap dances? Yeah, but uh, <laughs> the only reason I mention that is because the owner of the strip bar actually owns the building right next door to me, and so I, I run into him every now and then, and we talk about business because I don't go to bars at all, so I definitely don't go to strip bars. But uh, I think he's uh, his, part of his problem, too, with reopening is that because it's a strip bar, he's got to line up dancers. So he's not going to be opening up tonight. You know, even no. if he could open up tonight, he's not going to because he's got to line up dancers. And the dancers, you know, you always have them booked from Monday to Saturday with Sunday off. So there's no point opening up on a Friday or a Saturday. So. Yeah. But I don't think we're going to see that until Phase 3 anyway because I don't think he's eligible to open up yet under Phase 2. Yeah, not that I'm overly concerned about that. I haven't been to a strip bar in 20 years. Yeah, so. same here. <laughs> yeah, the novelty not interested. Off, the novelty wore off pretty yeah. quick. I was like, geez, my wallet's empty. I know it was full when I was in here a couple hours ago. <laughs> for, me, for me, the novelty wore off when I was going, geez, these girls are fucking bitches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What the hell, man? Big towel, baby. Yeah. The juice is not worth the squeeze. They're, they're, oh. I mean, I can't say all of them are, but, you know, so many of them are bitches that just want to party all the time and they want somebody else to pay for it. Yeah. Well, you know, they and, made and some. They think that they're entitled to everything because they've got a pussy and they're showing it off. Well, anyone in the sex work field, whether it's a stripper, hooker, what have you, a rub and tug, you know you've made some bad choices in life when you're in any of those fields. So, uh, yeah. Well, not necessarily. I mean, I have nothing <laughs> against sex work in general if that's what a girl wants to do. What I, what I have anything against is if she's in it just for the drugs or worse yet, she's hooked on drugs and is basically forced to be doing some sort of sex work to pay for it. That's what bothers yeah. me. But if a girl just decides, hey, I'm hot and I can make money with my pussy, well, hey, more power to you. I wish I could. <laughs> you know? As a, a hot-blooded savage, I mean, in my 20s, I was, I was quite the savage. But, uh, you know, now as a father of a girl, you know, I've got uh, two sons and a daughter. If, if she, uh, once she got to a certain age, if she came up to me and said, Dad, I want to be a stripper or a sex worker, I'd be like, yeah, just hold on a sec here. Yeah. <sighs> Blow my brains out. Uh. But see, I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post this, to posit this to you uh, in all seriousness. The only reason you think that way 
is because you were a scumbag yourself when you were that age and you know what she's in for. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if we would teach our men not to be scumbags when they hit 18 or anywhere in that area, we wouldn't have to worry about what our daughters might be facing later on. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah yeah what you never did any of this (laughs) hey times the times have been tough but they haven't been that tough yet (laughs) yeah Yeah. that that was also jay and silent bob though yeah (laughs) that was jay and um jay and silent bob strike back i believe Mm -hmm. yeah well you never did any of them oh no uh, with the, all these movie theaters still being shut down, did you hear the news? Well, at least for our community, and this, you know, these died out years ago. But the return, the, the yes. return of the drive-in theater. Yeah, um, there's one out in uh, Marillo now or Kakabeka. Yeah, that oh, I heard the Marillo. Cool. You know, in our community, the Marillo uh, Fairgrounds. Yeah. And it's the owners of that local baseball team, I guess, uh, you know, because the season's canceled and they're going to lose money hand over fist. Oh, yeah. So this will be like a quick something, a quick cash grab for them to maybe recoup enough money to put together a season next year for for their team. And, you know, apparently it's uh, only going to be twenty dollar admission, which is more than going to a theater. But. You know, in these times, that's understandable, and that's actually pretty reasonable. And if everyone's in their cars, then the whole social distancing thing's not uh, kind of a non-issue. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's taken care of. So yeah, it'd be interesting. You might see this as a trend: uh, the reopening of drive-in theaters. Yeah. As a means of, uh, you know, bypassing these uh, these the protocols. Distancing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool to see. Uh, I wouldn't be hurt at all if Silver City shut down. No. no. <laughs> I didn't want that place to open in the first place, and that's a whole nother can of worms, but uh, I didn't want it to open where it is either. Well, and you look at, like, it's such a such a greedy cash grab at these theaters now. You can't go to the theater for less than 50 bucks because, yeah. you know, you, know you, take, you take a date or you take the kids – you got to spend fifty to a hundred bucks just to go see a fucking movie that you yeah. could watch on Netflix two you months later. You pay fifteen dollars for admission. You pay six bucks for a hot dog. You pay six bucks for a bag of popcorn. You pay five bucks for the pop. Yeah, it's just a big, big bullshit cash grab. Yeah. And, uh, and now and they've I- got all sorts of food that you can buy there too. It's not just popcorn and chips and and chocolate bars and pop. Now you can get nachos, you can get hot dogs, you can get hamburgers. Oh, great, so the guy sitting beside me can come over and unload and get his fucking burger sauce and nacho sauce all over the fucking seats. You know, now somebody else has to clean that up. Well, and then as a, parent, and as a parent, it used to drive me nuts. You bring the kids and... supper these, at home. <laughs> yeah, you bring the kids to the theater and these theaters now, they got the full arcade. So yeah. before you... So now you have to plan it out. They have to go well in advance. Or yeah, else so you'll... the kids can spend some time in the arcade before the movie. And then they blow another 20 to 50 bucks, yeah. depending on how crazy they get on the games. Yep. So, yeah, I think the the, the, 
the the resurgence or the comeback of the drive-in movie theater that would be a good thing and yeah. uh, <clears throat> and yeah. a viable and a viable option in these uh, post COVID it, it's something that I would actually go to yeah I don't go to theaters I can't stand theaters but I like that big screen good sound experience I would actually go to a drive-in. Yeah. You know, because I can just stay in my truck, sit there and watch the movie. Like we're definitely going through times of change and things things are going to be weird and different for a spell. And, uh, you know, some things that we're used to may go the way of the dodo bird, but other things you may see make a comeback, and this is one of them perhaps. Well, and we all thought that the drive-ins were going the way of the dodo. Now they're coming back, you know. Yeah. So, hey, uh, knock I think You know, another thing I think we're going to see, too, <clears throat> is a resurgence in drive-in restaurants. Like, remember the old A&W drive-in? And yeah. in the States, they used to have, uh, what was it? Uh, oh, I don't know. But they, I think they had A&W drive-ins in the States, too. But there was, there was another one that was really big. I can't remember the name of it now. But, uh, yeah, I think we might see a resurgence in drive-in restaurants, too, like like A&W and McDonald's and places like that might start making it a drive-in service again. Yeah, the roller skating waitresses put the tray on your window. Yeah, I don't know if they'd go with the roller skating, might just have them walking, but... uh. (laughs) But That's the old old 50s, 60s style, eh, was the roller skating. uh... I think that would be good though to uh, bring that back because you know a lot of people don't want to just go to a drive-thru and take their food home they want to actually go somewhere and sit and eat it and you know with the drive-in obviously they would be in their own cars but they'd be there with other people you can open your window talk to the guy next to if you want to whatever you know if you go there with a few friends you can all try to get parking spaces beside each other and have a little gathering whatever you know well, it's kind of like the hot rodders here in town, uh, our community, the hot rod club, their classic cars and whatnot. They like to go to the, you know, some Tim Hortons parking lot and yeah, and they'll all line up in a row there and people if can walk. If we had a, an A&W drive-in, you know damn well they'd be back at that. Yeah. They'd, they'd be like the 50s again. They'd be all hanging out at the drive-in. Yeah. Because that that was like that was that used to be like the big social thing was uh, yeah, and you didn't have to spend fuck all like okay you yeah. buy a, you know buy a coffee or a drink at the at the shop you you walk out in the parking lot and check out everybody's cars and yeah, you know talking talk to people and it was like a good you know it wasn't like you you know having to go out for a steak dinner or some bullshit or uh, you know take the old lady out for drinks and dancing and whatnot. This was a more thing is you can still maintain your distance from people while you're walking around looking at the cars. You're not all crowded together. Like when yeah. you and I went to that Lake Ed car show the one year there when we filmed that, you know, yeah. and, and this was well before any of this COVID stuff. Nobody was hanging out in clumps. Everybody was kind of not intentionally, but they were staying away from each other because they were walking around checking out all the cars. Well, safe to say we're not going to have Rib Fest this year, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That was another big event there, the Rib Fest, uh, you know, thousands of people. Uh, yeah. And I, I remember I went last year because I wanted to uh, 
to volunteer and uh, check out the the strong. They had a strongman competition, and I knew some of the competitors. So I, oh, was Dallas in it? Not not this year. Uh, his buddy Kyle Raymer was running it, but uh, you know I knew some of the people that were there. Shout out to Dallas Hogan. That boy is ripped. He, he is one <laughs> big. He's our age. <laughs> yeah, he's a big bastard. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Dallas Hogan, aka the Punisher. Look him up on Instagram. Shout out to Dallas Hogan. Uh, he's not exactly an unknown person. He's. He, he's compete. got his uh, little bit of notoriety there. He went to a world powerlifting championship. He went to uh, he, 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 he did a Vegas and stuff like that, I think, with the, the powerlifting competitions. Well, I know he, he did a bunch of strongman competitions. He did a legit weightlifting competition in Czech Republic. And uh, and he spons- he's got sponsors up the yin-yang for different supplements and whatnot. He's, but yeah, look up Dallas the Punisher Hogan on Instagram. Big bastard. Showed yep. up the- yep. But yeah, I've, I volunteered at that strongman and I checked out. Big uh, boy, lots of facial hair and lots of tattoos. <laughs> You know, it was funny at that that strong uh, strongman competition. Well, they had a ladies' division as well, and oh, so uh, you entered that, of course. Yeah, hey, guns and roll, <laughs> baby. Well, if they had a if they had a fifty and guns over and steel and sex appeal, <laughs> if they had a fifty and over division, I might go next year. But uh, <laughs> uh, it was it was the young bucks. I think the oldest guy was a little over forty. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and, uh, I was getting, uh, one of the events they had, they had like, uh, there was a, a car deadlift event. So they, they put the, the, the rear end of the car on this contraption. They had these bars and then they lift the bars and then hoist the back end of the car. Up. Right. And they, they would deadlift it for reps. Well, for the ladies, they yeah, had you like, don't want to try lifting from the bumper. You tear the bumper off, and there goes your back. <laughs> but for the ladies, because the ladies weren't as strong, what they did for the ladies was they had like a big ATV, like quad runner. Okay. And they hooked up the same same uh, rack with the handlebars to that, and they were the ladies would deadlift that, and even that thing weighs like five six hundred pounds. So these these were some strong gals. And uh, I don't know what it is about the overexertion and the effects it has on the body. You'd see with some of these men when they'd overexert deadlifting, they get like a the, the the blood pressure, they bloody nose. Yeah. The women, it grossed me right out, dude. Three of these competitors, these female competitors, they overexerted to the point that they pissed themselves. Oh yeah. And and you could see it, and I'm just like, oh, do you yeah. really want to? Do you want to compete that hard and that bad? To well, piss there's, there's been plenty of guys competing that overexert themselves and shit themselves. Yeah, <laughs> to do that in front of thousands of people like that. Oh my god. Speaking like, of uh, such things, my uh, one of my cousins actually is a powerlifting female. But I don't think she's ever pissed herself. I don't think she's ever ex- overexerted like that. But uh, yeah, shout out to uh, my cousin Lisa. Originally McLean. I'm not sure if I'm going to pronounce her married name properly, but I believe it's Smagic. 
Okay. So, yeah, shout out to Lisa because she is one amazing power lifter. I see some of her pictures in competitions and I'm like, holy shit, I remember that kid. You know, <laughs> she ain't a kid yeah. anymore and she's a black belt too. Yeah, there was one dude at this uh, strongman competition. He uh, he wound up going to the Worlds. And of course, for the life of me, I, and he was from Quebec. I can't remember his name now for the life of me. Uh, but yeah, he was a French Canadian guy. Uh, it's probably something like Jean Claude Baptiste. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that but, French uh, enough for you? <laughs> but this guy, he was like a three hundred pounds plus jacked, and he was uh, on the car deadlift. And you know, and this car, you know, even though it's just the back end they're lifting, that's still eight hundred plus pounds. Oh yeah, just exactly. Back end. And he, he you, you've got a fulcrum there because you're not lifting the whole thing, but it's still you're not you know you're not lifting uh, 2,500 pounds, but you're still lifting a good few hundred. Well, I'd say seven. Yeah, at least seven, eight hundred anyway. And yeah. he's he, he did like an ungodly amount of repetitions, like over 30 repetitions of that. And I was just like, holy fuck! If I could get that thing up a couple of times, I'd be pretty happy. You know, just to have someone take a picture of me lifting lifting a vehicle like that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, sorry, I went off on a tangent there. But uh, One of yeah, my the, dad's in-laws through his cousins uh, used to be a power lifter, Chris Nagorski. Or not Chris, Jerry Nagorski. Thinking of my other cousin, Chris. But, uh, yeah, Jerry Nagorski, he used to be a power lifter. And at one time he held Thunder Bay's record. I think he deadlifted 750 or something like that. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know much about the sport, so, you know, <laughs> I just remember that when I was younger hearing about my cousin in the deadlift competitions. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know if he's actually my cousin or how exactly he's related to me. I know he's related to me through one of my dad's cousins, so. But yeah, so I, I enjoyed myself there, and that was part of the rib fest. They had like a, they had the, the strongman competition, and and you some, know my cousin Chris Nicholas too, arm wrestler. Yeah, that's another thing Dallas Hogan participates in. He's yeah. in the yeah, in Chris, the arm. I've seen Chris post pictures of him arm wrestling with Dallas and refereeing Dallas's competitions. Yeah, and you just imagine—you've already got the strength. All you got to do is learn the technique. You know, like if if Dallas ever masters the technique, he's got the power. There'll be no stopping him when it comes. Yeah, to no her. kidding. <laughs> people think it's all just you know bare strength or whatever but no there's, you know you got there's be, technique to it with the strength of the wrist and everything you know knowing when to turn the guy and yeah. how to put put your shoulder into it how to not get your own wrist broken you know, or <laughs> someone's, someone's quick off the draw how to kind of hold the fort and let them wear themselves out and then yeah. turn it's a, it's a, I, I went down a rabbit hole looking into that arm wrestling, and mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot more to it than people would think. But yeah, things are little by little opening up. Uh, hopefully, uh, well, if we our- do see uh, Rib Fest, which is how that all got started, <laughs> yeah. if we do see that next year, it's going to be very, very different than what it is, what what it's been in the past. You're not going to see crowds of people milling around. There's going to be lines that they're going to have to follow. There's going to be social distancing, all of that shit. 
which means in all likelihood you won't see me there because I just can't stand all the, you know, to each their own. But I just, it's just like with the, the grocery shopping and the yeah. going to the bank. I, I have my own system. Like I'll shop local because I don't want to put up with the protocols of the chains when it comes to the bank. I do most of my stuff on my phone app, and then if I got to yep. use the, if I have to use the ATM, I'll go in the bank's off hours when it's not crazy. So that's one thing I love about my job, because making tips and everything, I never have to use an ATM. I deposit my checks online using uh, the phone app. It takes a picture of your check, so it's got the numbers and everything there. And it deposits it into your account. You never have to physically take the check to the bank. And I pay all of my bills through the app. The only thing I can't pay through the app is rent. And uh, I usually make enough tips in a month to pay rent out of cash without having to go to the bank. You got to like that. Yeah. I do all my grocery shopping and everything using my debit card. And uh, like I say, I got my tips to pay rent and that's it. Drives me nuts. Drives me nuts when you see these old boomers, you know, and then and they're trying to use their debit card at the the grocery store, and and you got like like twenty people behind them in line, and they're they're like, oh, what was my what was my you know they yeah, can't what's that number? Their, you know, and then they, they need help, and it's just like, oh my yeah. god, you're killing me! You're killing me! I just. Die, Boomer, die! And there's the perfect note to wrap it up. (laughs) Die, Boomers, humble hosers are done. (laughs) There's there's the tagline for our episode, Die, Boomers, done! (laughs) We'll call it something better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Things things are opening back up or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the end. The end is near. Quarantine almost over. Yeah. Yeah. The end is nigh. The end is nigh. <laughs> well, buddy, we've survived another fucking episode. Yeah. Now I get to edit it and upload it. But thankfully, these days that doesn't take too long. And just for the, our listeners' sake, uh, can you, can you list all the platforms where we're on and also oh, working yeah. working towards. Yeah, well, we already we already covered that, but we'll do it once more here because it's the end. So we got YouTube, which is where you're probably watching this, but then we've also got videos up on BitChute. We've got audio on iTunes and Spotify, and soon to come videos on VidMe and uh, DLife, and yep. all of the links where we currently have anything going will be down in the description. And as the others are added, like VidMe and DLive, we'll add those links as well. Give us a thumbs up, you motherfuckers. That helps too. Yeah. Give us a like. Sub- consider subscribing. Make Please some subscribe. comments down there. Comments are great because comments really drive traffic. So, you know, definitely leave a comment, even if it's just to say, hey, guys, great video. Keep up the good work. Or, hey, you guys are full of shit. Fuck off my feed, you know. <laughs> Although I prefer if they would just say, "Hey, Susan Wajicki, stop censoring these guys, you cunt." <laughs> yeah, because Susan's that's sitting in her office right now watching our video, going, "Oh, I'm getting these guys." <laughs> yeah, out of the millions of YouTubers or whatever, yeah. <laughs> she'll focus on us specifically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
And on that note, I guess we're going to cut it for this week, and we'll see you all next week. Ciao for now. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.